YouTube. Everyone loves it. Everyone uses it. We all engage with it. We're streaming on it live right now. But I'll tell you something. As a content creator on YouTube, I find myself often very confounded, very confused, very perplexed by the platform. And especially in the comic space, it can be trepidatious. And so I sought out one of the premier voices in comics YouTube, someone who is someone that I look up to in this space, and I think a lot of people do. If you are watching this or hearing this right now, you probably watch this person's channel and have for many, many years. I am speaking about none other than Sal from Comic Pop. Sal, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Of what course. It's, listen, it's, it's well-deserved. Uh, truthfully, you are one of the people who does this that I think is worth looking up to watching the videos of you and the crew are fantastic. And you've been in the game for a long time. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's very kind. So the state of comic book YouTube is something that is on my mind a lot because, you know, look, like I said at the top, we love it. We're here for it. You know, comics on YouTube are great. Yeah, we're in it. Exactly. Exactly. We're, we're, We're playing the game as it were. Um, But I feel like it's changed over the past few years. I feel like there are some differences now, and I'm very interested in getting Sal's take on how comic book YouTube has changed, where he thinks it's going, you know, all those kind of things. And of course, we're going to have fun as we always do on this podcast. You guys know the drill. And I want to say it at the top. We are doing the Triple G. We've got the Gavin Gidry giveaway. We, We said we were having Sal on the show, and Gavin who draws Superman 78 for DC was kind enough to offer that he would draw or offer a sketch piece of art to the winner of the giveaway today. So all you have to do to to enter is leave a comment or question for Sal. We'll get to those later on. And the winner of that will, uh, will connect with Gavin and get you some, some art. So nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. I wish I was eligible. Yeah, me too. Are you kidding me? I actually half the reason I'm here is because I was like, maybe I can get one of those sweet. <laughs> Listen, yeah, Sal, drop a good. comment. Yeah, right. Drop a, <laughs> drop a <laughs> Ask yourself a question. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Real softball. Your favorite character. Right. Oh my goodness. Yes. What is uh, your name? That's impossible. <laughs> uh oh, you look real handsome today. Yeah. How do you how do you do it, man? <laughs> MP in the chat says two of my favorite channels crossing over. Nice. That's oh, nice. Wow. There you go right away. I feel like if you listen to this channel, you almost assuredly listen to Comic Pop. I, I mean, that's just how it is. Um, and I'm I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that there is that connectivity in the sense that, you know, we've received a few comments since we announced you were coming on where it's like, hey, I found you guys because of the last time Sal was oh, on. Oh, nice. Hmm. Yeah. So um, on a personal note, I appreciate you even coming on board to hang out with us. Oh, I'm happy to be here, man. I, uh, you know, you guys are a very um, positive and professional voice in this industry, and uh, so it's happy. I'm, you know, I'm more than happy to uh, to swing by if you guys call. You know, thank you so much. My pleasure. No, it's 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 a thing, and it's funny you mentioned like the state of you know the, obviously the title of the episode or at least the stream is uh, the state of comic book YouTube, I guess, right? And it's like. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll watch uh, a Comic Pal show, or I'll, I'll I'll look at how consistently you guys put out, and 
and I go, God, why are they, why aren't they doing well? What the hell, man? And I, I know it's because like the game has changed and the game isn't a game anymore. And I, I'm like, man, if you guys started in 2014, maybe things would be much better, but you know, here we are. And I think that's like, I mean, like it really, like mm-hmm. it used to be like, Oh, well, you know, you got to do these seven steps and you got to yeah. grind mm-hmm. and uh, it couldn't hurt to have a creator or two on the show. Collaboration is key, but like all the old YouTube rules are fake or are, are not fake, but like they're, they're, ex- they're expired. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's some th- rules of thumb, you know, like if you want to lose weight, you should eat less and exercise more. But like if you went to like a, a nutritionist or, 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 you know, a physical trainer and you said, I want to lose weight. And he said, here you go. And he wrote down on like a script to eat less, exercise more. And they gave it to you. You'd wonder where the hell your like 500 bucks went because like that's not really valuable. And that's like the problem is that like it's this plus or this is the theme of what we need to do. But the rules of how to achieve it have changed. And and also there's like stomach injections you can get to lose weight now. And so how do I compete with that? You know what I mean? Like so and when I say that, I'm using it as a metaphor, but it is actually a thing that you can do, apparently. Um, And and it's like Google here. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's this dude. I just I was. Somebody who will not who will not be named was telling me about it, and I was like, I was like, what? Yeah. And then I googled it, and it's it's a it's an FDA approved thing. It's it's it was originally for diet for diabetic uh, patients, um, and it and it sounds horrible, by the way. Not that like it sounds horrible because it's like painful, but like it's an injection every week. Every week you get an injection in your stomach, and you may lose up to twenty pounds. And I'm like twenty. I lose 10 with water weight if I just <laughs> like I'm halfway there. Yeah. Why don't I just stop? You know, like, yeah. but uh, anyway, but my point is there's shortcuts, you know, and, the, and those shortcuts are elusive and mysterious and unknown to some of us, some of the hardest working people. Uh, so, you know, and, and that's like the that's that's my analogy I'll use for for comic book YouTube right now. It's just like there are there are outliers, but that's what it is. Like, you know, you look at like up and comers who who are on the scene and uh and they're outliers where it's like whoa i i literally i would get calls from like people who are who were in the space and left or are in the space now who are like who is this guy and how is he being so successful mm. and i'm like we, we don't know like <laughs> I, I i i don't know like i i'm like I, I he plays the game incredibly well you know um and so that's where we are. Obviously, you know, this isn't a lecture. I'd be happy to hear the uh, <laughs> what you guys think as well. But you know, uh, I mean, it's it's it is a problem, and it's not just a problem for you know the comic pals. It's a com. It's a problem for everyone. You know, across the board, I'm seeing creators in different spaces, completely different spaces, who are like, I don't know what's happening. Like, yeah. I'll use an example. I was on the uh, Red Letter Media subreddit. And I don't know what I'm doing over there because uh, apparently Reddit's selling our data left and right, but apparently like they're saying the quiet part out loud, so like I need to delete my account soon. Right. But, uh, Ooh, but I was over that. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally consented to that. And um, they were talking about like why are the views so low lately? You know, and some people are like maybe you shouldn't do like three Star Trek: The Next Generation trivia shows in a row. But 
I, I think the answer, because like it didn't matter. The point was it didn't matter for like the longest time mm -hmm. at RLM. It didn't matter. People, the audience was like organic. I, I, I knew contacts at YouTube or at like back when they were more prolific multi-channel networks. You guys, you guys aren't an MCN, are you? No. No. Good. You are saving yourself so <laughs> much money. You're saving yourself like 30 to 50% of your revenue for them to do literally nothing. Like mm -hmm. I remember uh, we got a, like we got, I think it was a, it was a copyright strike or something. It was either a content warning or a copyright strike. I couldn't recall. This is going back seven or eight years. And we were in an MCN and I was like, ah, oh, this is the perfect opportunity for me to contact my MCN and ask them for help as was their uh, edict. Like the whole mm -hmm. selling pitch was that they protect me. And they were like, well, have you tried contacting YouTube? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> that's your job, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, your rep. yeah. Yeah. Right. And they're like, well, I mean, and it took like it, it, they didn't do anything. And eventually I did just contact YouTube myself. I just, I, I looked through the video. I found anything that might've been objectionable. And then I uh, submitted a like appeal. And YouTube sent me a message back saying like, oh, we, we, we accepted your appeal and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, where were you, man? And, and it, but back when that was a thing, uh, I remember going to, um, I think we could name them Maker Studios. I was at Maker Studios corporate headquarters yeah. in, uh, in Burbank uh, many years ago. And, you know, we were talking about like the state of the system and what was, what was, what was necessary to succeed and where to go with it. And, you know, like, they they don't know, yeah. Like it's, they 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 don't know, and it and and they never did, and they purport to be experts in something that is constantly changing. I, I remember when like YouTube rolled out with a rule, and then like I asked my MCN contact about it. No, no, it was a YouTube contact. YouTube gave me a, a channel manager, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, when we hit fifty k, they were like, "Here's your channel manager. It's Steve," and uh, he had a full name and a contact email and stuff like that. It wasn't just like Steve the chatbot. <laughs> but I contact this, this this guy and I'm like, hey, I heard about this new rule. He's like, I haven't heard anything about it. I'm like, you work there. You should know it before it comes in. Yeah. Yeah, you should know it before I do. Yeah, like, why am I telling you about this? Give us and and that's what I'm like, it. okay. Because I, I firmly believe it's, it's, it's very much like a tinfoil hat theory. But I do believe in my heart of hearts that like in 2015, 2017 max, someone at like YouTube was like, um, make it, you know, like gave an edict that said something like, you know, make the algorithm do the, like incorporate this factor. And when they did it broke, mm. right? Like that they actually like broke how the algorithm operates and they've, because like it's never been better than it was in terms of growth and, uh, retention and, uh, you know, and of course, I'm sure there's naysayers, you know, who are, who who would say, you know, aging comic book YouTuber uh, complains about uh, lack of retention after 10 years in the business. <laughs> and it's like, I wonder what's happening. Um, you know, my relevance. But the yeah. funny thing is that your channel reached over 100,000 subscribers after that. So it's not like, you know, you right, saw the height true. of your success and then it waned and you started complaining. You're more no. successful than ever. Well, you know, on paper, that's true. Like uh, on paper, it is true. Like, you know, I asked my my family doesn't understand how this works or even <laughs> or, or or understands to care. So when they do deign to care around holidays and such, they'll say, they'll say something like, how you doing? You know, or like, how's it going? How's the business going? 
and I'll say, you know, we're doing, we, we have more followers and money than last year, which is how a business should work, right? Like, the American business model. Right. Like if I'm in a, if I run a grocery store and I sell product and they ask you how you're doing, I'm like, well, we had more customers and more inventory and more revenue than we did the previous year. Well, that's a freaking success. And that's measured in dollars and cents. But for whatever reason here on YouTube, you know, we, we, we gain more followers than we lose. And the money has not really shifted too much. Mm. You know, it, I'm, I don't know if you guys had the same bump, but like, you know, the pandemic, certainly there was a hot, there was a, there was a rise. There was a peak. And, yeah. uh, and it was like a 30, I, I, I think I measured it. It was a 30% hike and it's, we've never gotten there again because it was artificial, right? Uh, it was an artificial hike. You know, it was never going to work or it was never going to last unless like everyone in America just stopped going to work forever, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Right. And didn't have to because, they, you know, it was like people didn't just work from home. Like some people were furloughed some people didn't work anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, but while on paper we are doing better. You you can you can look at the you can see the numbers. I mean, like the changes that had to take place for one thing, as you pointed out, you know, Comic Pop hit 100,000 subscribers. Our Comic Pop Returns supplemental channel we needed to invent lest we lose any momentum we had. Is it twenty five thousand subscribers? Yep. Which means, you know, a quarter of the audience wants two thirds of the content. Like, how does that work? Um, and and I'm constantly struggling to remind people that that other channel exists, despite the fact that if it didn't exist, a we wouldn't be as uh, successful as we are, and b uh, we'd only have one friggin' show, right? Um, be because of the nature of the way that the channel has the, the YouTube system has changed you know like you you can't just make a wide variety of content of varying lengths and uh and and topics uh lest you be left out in the cold because youtube can't categorize what you the one thing your channel does yeah and that, uh and yeah go oh, good no sorry no yeah that, that i feel like that's been a felt experience where we've kind of uh, all brainstormed different ideas have tried to produce different things to kind of vary the the length vary the the topic vary the thing and then it kind of boils down back to well what is your singular focus because that's easier to sort of be able to to break out to push out from an algorithmic perspective and um, not that we end up defaulting to it but uh, we end up tweaking the things within the show and I think that ends up being more fruitful versus yes. we also have this 15 minute thing we also have this half hour thing we also have this one hour thing um yeah. and it'll vary obviously pals pulls our, our weekly show uh yeah. the, the review show that that nets out but we've always had it and it's not necessarily a spin-off but mm -hmm. uh some of the smaller more uh evergreen content can be that yeah. and it doesn't perform no no and uh there's i mean uh that's how it works right like it's you need to have a channel for every bit of content you make. You know, we, we for a minute, check this out, like when shorts became a thing. As shorts was emerging, I had an in where I knew um, Hassan Kader, who makes the, uh, the Mickey uh, TikToks, um, just through happenstance, 
Uh, my partner, Benny, the comic historian, and I, uh, and when I say partner, I mean like not life partner, but you know, <laughs> I guess it is at this point after this well, so long. Well, I mean, but, you yeah, and Benny yeah. have been running together for a while, so. Seriously, right? No, but uh, my partner over at Absolute uh, Comics, um, he brought Hassan in uh, because Hassan apparently had been a fan and uh, of his. And um, so Hassan had an in because like YouTube was like reaching out to TikTokers being like, we want to break into that TikTok space. What do you do? How does it work? Show us how it works and and, and we'll give you the inside track. So we like we had inside knowledge about like how the track was going to work. As you can see, that worked out great. But uh, the, when we, when shorts was a thing, uh, Benny was like, let's make a shorts channel. So he made a shorts channel and I uh, followed suit. I'm like, all right, well, I guess that's the way to, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So I'm making a shorts channel. It rises to like, I think it got like 2,800 subscribers in the first like two days, which is like meteoric by today's standards. Meanwhile, um, not a year ago, we created a comic pop plays channel for just the streams that Tiffany, uh, my wife and gamer uh, does for our Twitch channel. And we're struggling to get past like 2200 subscribers and it's like because the it's not just i i genuinely do believe that like cream rise of the crop um the best content will be seen by you know the most and not not all the time mind you you know not saying like if you're not doing well i have bad news for you <laughs> it's because yeah. you suck right it's because you suck <laughs> no i believe that exceptional things will be found sure, right Ex right. the exception sometimes there and and like i said there's a there's a key word to this and it's called outliers outliers exist in every space and as a result like outliers are going to be pointed out by people who want to be the lone voice of dissent because for whatever reason our particular vocation whether it's youtube internet or comic books has uh, a predisposition for being uh the arbiter of the niche yeah but i digress mm -hmm. um you know, but uh you know having not all this trampant pun <laughs> but uh yeah 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 well, let me let me let me jump in because Please. there are a lot of angles to this conversation. First of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who is currently watching us live. And I must say that is definitely the record. The record has been broken. Sal smashed the record of of uh, oh, people shit. who are watching us live. So thank you, Sal, for bringing okay. your people here. Thank you for watching. We really appreciate it. Hopefully you're enjoying the conversation so far. Before we go forward, I do have to. Let you all know uh, if you are enjoying the show. We are the Comics Pals. We are live. This show is live every single Saturday right here on YouTube.com slash the Comics Pals at 10.15 a.m. Eastern. Tune in Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern for Pals Polls. That's our show where we review comics. Uh, Patreon.com slash the Comics Pals where we are always giving you bang for your buck. If you enjoy what we do here and you want to support, that is the best way to do it. Real quick, I have to shout out the people who are supporting us over there. So special shout out. Two, the best pals in the universe. Join the pals verse over on Patreon. So Thunderstruck, Rebecca Alejandro, Hound of Justice, Atomic Hound, Starcross, Catherine Stars, The Red Spiral. And a special thank you to The Night Stalker, Harris Dijinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Kefis the Incorruptible, Momentum Mike Elliott, Dan the Truth Trudeau, Joel Justice, Jalen the Sanguine Sorcerer, Marley Manistorm, Slow Flow Dameron, Amin Almighty Perez, Pete the Dreamweaver Collins, Christian Uncaged Harriet, and Always Laughing. Thank you so much. You guys are phenomenal. We love Mars. you. And we are on the road to 2,000 subscribers. As Sal said earlier, 
this is a grind and it's a struggle. <laughs> so if you want to help us out, click that subscribe button. We drop content constantly. So if you want to hang out with us a little bit more, that is the best way to do that. Okay. Uh, oh, and also the Gavin Gidry giveaway. If you want to win art from Gavin Gidry, the artist behind Superman 78, leave a comment or question for Sal. We will put the people who did that in a randomizer and the winner will uh, reach out to on Discord. If you get us on Discord or you get us on X, we will hook you up with Gavin and get you your prize. Nice. All right. I figured back... it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back uh, to back to the topic at hand. Exactly, exactly. So, um, go ahead. No, no, just just like uh you need to diversification isn't enough anymore. Mm. Right? It's mm. not enough to like go, "Oh, okay, I'll take all the things that I make and I put it into one column. Now it'll grow." No. Like it ain't like that no more. And I don't know, like, the, it, and so you have, I don't know, you have unprecedented competition, you have unprecedented um, consequences against you that are like, that, that are unforeseen and, and, and unknowable, even by the people who are in, in, like instigating them. It, it's, it's, it is a grind. And I don't even, and, and I'm, I'm concerned that if you don't know where you don't innovate, that you might be grinding towards a dead end. And I'm not saying you guys are. I'm just saying, like, if you if you like miss some crucial component, you could just be hitting your head against a wall. And what's the crucial component? I don't know. <laughs> right. It's anyone. Right. Right. Like. Like. I. I. Right now, my. I. Like, I don't. I, it's. It's. It's just. Yeah, it's disingenuous for me to say here are the tips because obviously we're because every time that like we come up in the space and it's rare <laughs> but when we do come up um when it comes you know when it comes to our peers um we're regarded as like a small channel and i'm like there's there's a lot of us and Wild. they're smaller and some of them work harder than we do <laughs> like a lot harder like mm. i i like i look at you you guys and what you're doing and i and i can see like the the dedication and the passion and the like this and and just like the genuine content creation you're doing like just just if you had started in 2016 you'd be there you know you'd be making you know you'd be in a in a a better position and that's not to make you feel bad it's just like it's 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 more like get mad and see like you know demand explanations you know what i mean like it's it's outrageous. I told um, you, Sean, 2016. We should have gone into YouTube. I told and, you. I said right. it. And it's not like uh, like Apple stock splitting in 2001. I don't have a date. You know right. what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, you know, right. It's a, it's harder now than ever. Sure. Because you're not just competing with yourself. You're competing with TikTok and TikTokers who are then trying to break into the YouTube space. And the YouTubers who've been here for as long as they have. And, and, and the changing of the guard. I mean... Anyway, I've been talking for too long. You guys go ahead. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll chime in if, if necessary, but uh, please. So the thing that interests me so much about this space is the fact that there are really a lot of angles you yeah. can take with a channel dedicated to comics. And I think that our, our shows, our channels are similar in terms of the stance that we kind of take on comics overall. I feel like we both kind of come from a positive place. Um, you know, and we cover the books 
in depth. We both do reviews and we do some new stuff. Off the Rack is my favorite show that you guys do. I love watching it. Ah, yes, thank you. Our, our comic book review show with my wife on Mondays at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube.com slash Comic Returns. You should check it out. There it is. Ooh, and then oh. uh, Elseworlds Exchange, too, on Fridays, right? Which That's interviews correct. That's have great. been amazing. Thank so. you. Thank you. That, but, like, look at those interviews, right? Like, as an example of, like, yes, I think they've been they, – they, I, I certainly have enjoyed them. Um, and I think that, uh, they're always a struggle. They're always hard. And, uh, like, actually I haven't seen, uh, yeah, you guys did like a one with uh, Phil Kennedy Johnson, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like they don't perform like they ought. And that sucks, but it has been an accepted truth over the last several years, right? Since pre pandemic years, we've been like interviews don't do very well. If you do them, you do them because you love them. And you hope that the audience will follow. But now, like, the interviews have actually changed the, the, the metrics on Comic Pop Returns for how it, get, how it measures success. Mm. Comic Pop Returns was like, well, you get 5,000, 10,000 views, that's success. Comic Pop Returns is now sending me back information like, well, you got 1,200 views. That's a really nice number for you. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Because like because the consistency of what you put out and the consistency of the retention of what you put out right will completely pigeonhole slash like mm. damn your channel. It could succeed. It it could blow it up. You know, if it's like, oh man, I'm just putting out a banger after banger after banger. <laughs> but uh but no, you know, uh, because if the if if the audience is already like, I mean, yeah, you're talking to comic book legends, but like, come on, back off a little bit, just make a dick joke about Batman, please, like, no. it's, then it's it's gonna put you in a different category, and uh, and it's a real shame, and I, I like, and I I try to be as real as possible with comic book creators and 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 people in the space to be like, yo, like, we I want to do that, and we'll figure out a way to make it work. And sometimes all you can do is like go, ladies and gentlemen, so and so is on the show, right? Uh, but you know we've tried uh, incorporating them into um, uh, into off the rack, you know, like having a, a segment in the middle of the show. But that's not always convenient for the creator, which is why it's probably a good idea to just pre-record them and then just throw them on in the middle of the show. <laughs> uh, but sometimes that's hard to do, and sometimes I'm like overwhelmed with time and you know stuff to do, and 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 that's another big lesson by the way it's like sometimes like i'll give you a perfect example of like of a lesson not that i'm giving you guys lessons because you guys put out more videos than me at this point but uh, need lessons Whoa. yeah but, uh, <laughs> we used to do a show called off the rack but it was very different it was a show uh actually it was originally a show where it was like just back issues but like with one single brand new issue right it was me ben and ethan and mm -hmm. we both we we three read the issue and uh, it's actually funny. Um, the reason why that show ended was because, like, Ethan basically said, like, I I'm not reading any more comic books. Like, please stop making me read comic books on a weekly basis. Like, not that he hated it, but he was just like, I got enough to do. Like, I don't want a homework assignment. And I, feel uh, that. And I was like, that's completely fair. I Back then, I was like, I'm not paying you. Like, I, I really appreciate you being candid and not quitting the whole damn thing or waiting until it's untenable and then just leaving the whole in, the whole you know yep. store yep uh so that forced us to change it and so uh we 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 i was like well tiffany's actually reading them on a regular basis let's just 
uh, you know, Tiffany was like, well, I'm a, I'm a girl on the internet. I really don't want to like have that kind of negative attention. And she really like, she really stepped up in a, in a significant way. And, and I think is one of the strongest voices about comics online, not, not to mention one of the most, uh, one of the strongest female voices on, of, of comics online where she like, she lends a artistic background to story and character and, and, and creation that like, I just don't see. And I may be biased because I think she's awesome, but like, I'm not wrong either. And uh, so getting her on the show was a was a boon. But again, all this to say, we'd shoot the show. Like we'd sit on the sh we'd sit on the couch, we'd shoot the show. I'd edit it. I'd put in graphics and sound and all this stuff, and then we put it out. And it get and back then it would get four thousand views. And that back then was horrible. Mm. I would love four thousand views on a friggin' review show now, but uh, but back then that was horrible. Uh, so I was like, damn it, I'm I'm putting all this effort in. And another thing was the shows would be anywhere between three to 10 or 11 minutes, which is funny because eventually YouTube would change their algorithm to only favor that kind of length of time. Right. Uh, of course, and then swing, ba swing back the other way, which is why you should never hang your hat on one particular um, directive from YouTube. You know, just the best advice I can give in the middle of another piece of advice is just do what you're comfortable with and do what makes do it do what's easy and that actually factors into this other thing do the easiest most comfortable most casual like effortless content because you, it will not fatigue you it will not like wear you down all work will but it will erode it like you know it's the difference between having a rock under a waterfall or a drip of water you know like Hmm. erosion will happen but how at, at the at the rate and speed will vary um but we switched it from off the rack being like a a regular comic book review show that's like high production value and all the stuff and when i say high i mean you know proportionally speaking but we switched it to this format live stream weekly super chats all that stuff right yep. it, it it performs better it makes more money and it's easier and the audience couldn't care less not that they like were some some folks were like i hate the fact that it's live or i hate the fact that i miss it and it's like it's it's happening you it you missed it every week when it was pre-recorded you weren't there right so but uh but eventually you know we just chipped away at it kind of like how red letter media did half in the bag where it was like it was all plinket reviews and then they started making half in the bag and the audience was like, get the hell out of here. I don't care. And while that's happening, there's new episode, new episode, new episode. I don't care about you two talking about new movies. I just want to hear you talk about Star Trek or Star Wars or talk about George Lucas. And every week they just kept doing it. And eventually it just beat down any of the naysayers because the quality was good and the content was interesting. And that was something they wanted to do more. And so eventually that worked. Now, I, I hate to use the Redland Media as an example because they're like they're 15 years old and people took called them dinosaurs. But the, the proportionate views to subscriber base is still unprecedented. Their retention is still unprecedented. And they have a really like great model, which is hang out with your friends and you'll never work a day in your life and make the quality content you would want to see. And it's like, well, that's that's ubiquitous. We can all like agree with that. Um okay. But like a big change was just like, just it, it was less of a hassle to just shoot it live. And it's a better show as a result. Same here. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, same that's, here. Genuinely. that's a huge learn. Like, that's a huge yeah. get. 
everything you just said regarding you know numbers going up money going up all that happened for us when we started going live on youtube yeah. youtube has supported us as far as like you know i didn't realize that our tribe was here apparently yeah you know, exactly. we're still meeting people we're still adding people to the fold but when we were just do putting the show up as a video and even doing twitch a little bit like those things were not working this has worked a lot better totally uh, totally and it's easier it like and not to yeah. say like not to really harp on that but like because it's easier you will be more creative you will have more energy to do the thing that people are here to to give their hard-earned money to you to do yeah. it's like uh i i used this example just the other day david lynch um creator of twin peaks and whatnot co-creator um but david lynch had the same breakfast for like i want to say 12 years in a row and the reason and you at a diner like he'd go to this one place and they would bring him the same meal every day for 12 years and part of that would say you'd say like oh yeah like because he probably has like adhd and he just doesn't want to like think you know it's but it's 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 the reason why he did that or at least the justification he gave and i love it and i'm not necessarily saying this is the way to go but it's like it, there's something there about like consistency and um and, and yeah just just consistency is because he er, everything you do as a human being is creative whether you're like painting a picture or ordering at a restaurant mm. you are using brain power to please yourself and in this regard it's like wow look at all this menagerie food i uh, all these options i have i'm gonna think about like how this would taste like you're literally thinking about the shape the taste the texture of food that you might theoretically have <laughs> and but but uh and when you're done then you're going to ask your brain to come up with creative ideas that you're going to sell to an audience but you just spent 20 minutes being creative about how you're going to please yourself right so for him he's like i just had like toast and tuna or whatever i don't know what the meal was i'm just making it up but like same meal so he doesn't that that part of his brain turned off the, the part of eating fuel to feed me so that I can be creative so that he can spend more energy thinking about being creative. So it's like when it's second nature, when it's consistent, you don't have to spend as much time thinking, do I have to do this? Do I have to set up these lights? Do I have to turn on this thing? Make sure that the sound is running. You know, like it's, it, it, it is, it, there is a consistency there and it allows you to have more freedom in your brain to be the best version that your audience expects. And, uh, you know, so yeah, there you go. It's funny, Chris, it's Christopher Nolan individual. did the same thing with uh, wearing the same suit on set for Oppenheimer every day. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's a lack of go. choice. Uh, See, me, I would wear, like, power. pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the benefits of live streaming is I never get to wear pants, so. Right. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm not. One less thing to think about. I don't even have a bottom half. I'm, I'm actually just <laughs> yeah, a torso yeah. and head. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say... Hello to the Oblivion Bar podcast. Yo. They say, yo, pals and Sal, excited to see you guys uniting for an episode together. When are you guys going to join the fray? When are the Oblivion Bar going to make their appearance over on this side of things? Ooh, that's a great we question. We need to talk. Yeah. yeah, those guys. I mean, I, I, yeah, you guys, you guys, I like, yeah, I see uh, similarities between you guys and, and all the good qualities. Thank you. And we met, we actually met at New York Comic Con That's and great. we had a great time. So like, yeah, we need to get that collaboration going. Oh, um, yeah. So Sal, you have to have seen this because it's it's just unavoidable, unfortunately. Yes. 
There is a toxic side of the comics fandom yeah. that has a foothold on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm, and I feel mm-hmm. like on some level, a lot of us are afraid to even talk about it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I do deliberately not. Right, <laughs> not like a. That's not me being like, and I won't. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I do deliberately not address it for a variety of reasons. Not the least of which is that I genuinely believe that if you give oxygen to a bad idea, it is just as bad as like listening to it or agreeing with it. So like. When I hear bad ideas, I tend to just ignore them because when I was growing up, that's what you did. You know, mm. it was an un, it was an unhelpful strategy from parents being like, bullies, ignore them. That way they can beat you up easier. <laughs> but when it comes to but when they're but when their lifeblood, it, it's not like it, it's, it'd be like if a bully instead of like beating you up in the hallways was would stand across the hall from you and just distract you and try to get your attention all the time. Like, right. That's what it's like for me, and I just go, just don't look at him. <laughs> which, which is what our parents think bullies do, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, no, they're beating me savagely. Yeah, no, I went <laughs> to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I was never. I will say, just to, to, to uh, you know, I uh, I was never beaten savagely. I was, I, I was bullied, but not, not like traumatically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I had my. I, I was bullied the way I think everyone is. You know, at some point or another, you're going to meet a bigger fish, and that bigger fish is going to remind you. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, at, at every point in life. Anyway, I'm sorry. So, Sean, please. Yeah. Um. So, you know, th- unfortunately, there are a lot of views in that yes. space. There's a lot of hate views. A lot of. I mean, look, we had a run in. We interviewed Heather Antos. Oh, that's gonna do it. <laughs> For I love Heather. She doesn't great. get I, it. I actually do know Heather, uh, not not like very well, but I know her like personally. Like we've met and we've hung out, and and I think she's just 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 such a lovely, creative person. And I, I yeah. genuinely, I, I I'm disappointed by the uh, the the negative attention she gets. Yeah, she warned yeah. us beforehand. <laughs> she does. She has to. Isn't that isn't that messed up? Like, and I think I hate to say it, but it feels like. 98% of it is just because you know she's she's a girl that's it that's you know, it it's 2% like what she may have had an influence over and even then it's like that's subjective you know? dude we got we got one of the best eras of star wars comics of all time right, right under her purview the star trek comics are doing fantastic and they're better than well i mean i can't speak to the quality before her but i know yeah. that right now they're real good Right, you're um, enjoying them, and uh, and they're doing, and they're perf- they're performing exactly. So, yeah. what's the problem? It's so ridiculous. But yeah, what bothers me the most is the lack of responsibility on the part of the people who do that to the audience that they have, because you're saying these horrible things, and it affects their minds. And maybe, maybe on some level, you know, you're a grifter. You know that everything you're saying is 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 horseshit, yep. and you're just trying to make money. But the people listening to you don't. So, my question to you is, how yeah. much? is your responsibility to your audience knowing that the things that you say impact them how much of that is at the forefront of your mind when you get on the microphone and say things i am a dumbass and i, I would not say, that right i say what i feel a lot and i think that is to my 
it, 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 before I monetized it, it was to my detriment, but now I have a job. Uh, but no, genuinely, like I, I don't think about, I didn't think about what I said about like comic book creators and members of the community when I started, because I had a kind of like wizard magazine shock jock attitude about it. It wasn't even a shock jock attitude. I think shock jock does know what they're doing. They're like, no, I, I have to, it's like, there's a calculus to it. I got to make sure I piss off this person, this person, this person, and that'll create like a teepee of, you know, uh, of, of this is, these are the ways in which I will grow. No, I, I, I think that I say stuff because I get passionate about it. Like people who I've met, like at cons and stuff are always like, that this is so you're just the guy I see on the show. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it would be exhausting to pretend to be this all the time. <laughs> it already kind of is. But uh but like I and I've told this story a million times and I'll tell it again. And it's not really a long story, gentlemen. I'm sorry for you know all you're this. Good. You're the guest. But uh I um man, I like I talked about zero year very early on, and I was like outraged by just how dare you? I, mm -hmm. I like you know removes uh, uh year one from continuity and replace it with this bloated monstrosity and uh and i just raked it over the coals and i did it with like inaccurate information not even like the, not, not and but again not deliberately just because i don't like i do research in as much as i read the book and i try to do a lot of like background information now like today's back issues is a lot better than the older back issues because Back then, the show literally was, I take a book that I vaguely recall, and I just explain it to two people who didn't read it. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're going to get, like, inaccurate information as a result. And sometimes it's still going to happen, even today. And it's like, I'm not a machine. I'm not a, I'm not a Wikipedia <laughs> machine. Like, you know, right. I, I, I can't give you the whole thing. I don't know uh, or everything. I genuinely don't know everything. Uh, some would say I don't know anything. But... Um, that I, but I really, I was very harsh, and I spent like two hours just being like, "Zero sucks." What did a child man write it? Like, is this? Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't say any of those things, but I'm sure it was just as, just as unpleasant to hear. And Scott Snyder in the comments just said, "Like, sorry, I didn't like it, man." And uh, oh, oh yeah, no. and, and I'm like, I'm like Scott Snyder. What? Oh no, yeah. they're real. They're human beings. Yeah. He just saw, he watched it. He watched 90 minutes of me being like, this, what, a, a, a gorilla boy? Like, he doesn't know anything. He's just he's <laughs> barely can open a banana. Like, he's just stupid. Like, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I said because I just say things because I'm an idiot. And, uh, and, and I'm just like, well, he's a, he's a public figure. He, you know, it's like, uh, it's like the Simpsons is a very old reference when uh, Homer's uh, playing softball and uh, Bart and Lisa are making fun of Daryl Strawberry. And they're like, Daryl. And then Marge goes, uh, you know, that's really not very nice. And she's like, these, and Lisa goes, these are professional athletes. It just rolls off their back. And just Daryl Strawberry, like a lone tear rolls down <laughs> <Yeah>. his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's, these are human beings. And, I, and like, you know, I'm sure it was like frustrating and annoying to read a periodical in 1995 and see a full ass, like joke at your expense and about how like you suck and can't write. And uh, and the YouTube equivalent of that is like some jerk off making a 90 minute video talking about how your comic book he half remembers sucks. And so I I I didn't immediately. But I but that was the that was the, you know, the first thing that was the straw that like changed, started to make me reevaluate how I react to. Art, how I 
refer to creatives um and and yeah just just like just tempering and measuring myself not and not like for any other reason than like these aren't just like names on a old comic book that we can all like laugh mm. about like we do when we're at like a comic book store or hanging out in like a living room and we're like oh my god really you know like uh you just name a character you know i'm not even gonna name a character like i'm just gonna say like you know you're reading reading a comic you're talking about a comic book from 1987 you know what we'll, we can use one um boy jim shooter really likes to put himself in these comic books and talk about how misunderstood and sad he is doesn't he mm -hmm. you know <laughs> ah, 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 ah. and like i heard the jim shooter blah 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 and like you know, it, yeah. it's like, yeah, we, we could do that in the privacy of our own home. But like you do a comedy show, you know, maybe maybe reevaluate who you're talking about. So that you do you have a you have a 100 percent responsibility for how you treat them and react to them. And 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 how and, and the reality is, like, if you're the host of a show, regardless of what level of it is, people are looking at you as like the kind of like unofficial leader of the show. And the audience will pick up on that. And if they're getting like, you know, I hear it all the time. I'm sure you guys do too. People who are like, I never heard of that comic book or I never heard of that creator until I saw your show. And if I'm responsible for that, then I need to also be capital R responsible about how that message gets out. And about how that message gets interpreted. I don't have control over how it's interpreted, but like I can do the best I can with how I mean what I say mm -hmm. and how I how I send it into the world. And I think the worst thing you can do is be well, the second worst thing you can do is be dismissive, right? Oh, this part, you know, uh, we, you know, we, we got a Gavin Gidry sketch. I know, uh, you know, he's an amazing, accomplished artist, and I love his work and. It, it would be reductive to say it's got a great simple style. It's got a simplistic style, clean lines, and just it's it's just it's just simple and and easy on the eye. And it's like it's it's it, it's it sounds dismissive, and it's like no 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 no. He captures the essence of a character using as little lines as possible. He knows how to put people in dynamic positions you've never seen before. Yeah. You know, like just just changing that one way that your initial or that one way of describing something because you know someone's listening. You know, not necessarily Gavin Gidry, but like the audience. And sure. then yeah. that helps influence the audience's reaction. <laughs> because I think as comic book fans, we consume it's the same for like TV, you know what I mean? Like if you say, oh, I'm a, you talk to somebody who's like, I'm a TV connoisseur. Oh, wow. Yeah, I watch over a thousand hours of TV a week. Holy crap. What do you watch? Oh, um, mostly Storage Wars, Bridezilla's, and, you know, My 600 Pound Life. It's like, well, you, you it's a lot of garbage, <laughs> you know? And, and you know what? We all read comic books, but not all of us are like art majors or, uh, or, or, or literary critics. Right. Um, and so we can dismiss the genre as consumables, but it is also an art form, and I have a deep respect for it now, more so than I did when we started the show. And uh, and you know, it's like if I have any, if if I hate seeing it diminished, and I hate seeing it go in the wrong direction. And if I have, and if I want to delude myself into thinking I have any influence over it, I need to start being more responsible for with it.
And that's all to say, if you have an audience of hundreds of thousands of people and you've garnered that audience through weaponized negativity, then you are responsible for the world you're creating and you're influencing the world because whether you're a grifter or you're just angry, your audience doesn't know the difference, right? The audience that they yeah. have doesn't know it. Like, and I'll use a very safe example. I saw the, and I don't want to get political. I don't want to get like into the weeds about like alliances and so forth. But I will say, I saw uh, Bill O'Reilly say something not too long ago. He, he he was like putting his foot down about something. And I'm like, you're the actor from Iron Man 2, right? The guy who was hired by Marvel <laughs> to say that Pepper Potts sucks right. on TV. Like, <laughs> why should I believe anything you say? <laughs> like, you are literally playing, you're, you were playing the same character in Iron Man 2 as you are right now, but for super serious right now, I mean what I say. Yeah. And it's That's like, funny. because I have like some measure of critical thinking or at the very least media literacy, I know that he is an actor, but his audience does not. Yeah. And yeah, so like he's, but he still has a response, but he bears responsibility for like what his audience does. It's why you don't yell fire in a crowded theater. It's like, sure, it might be a prank, but like people could be trampled. You're responsible for that. But his hands are up. But his, his hands are up. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just said a word. I mean, I'm just asking questions here. I didn't even say fire. I said fire. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, and 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 it's, it's the same with YouTubers. It's the same with like that kind with 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 podcasters, with media personalities, with people who like who who I suspect know what they're doing when they like dog whistle their audience and say mm -hmm. like just shy of the thing that they want to say or the thing that they know will they know their audience will finish the sentence for. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you you know you're. you're you you are looking at it's all about part of the problem this is getting heavy and I'm gonna drop out of this in a minute. Part of the worst the, the reason why no one's happy <laughs> and the world sucks is because everyone is trying to get short-term gains. It's all about short-term gains, it's all about immediate gratification and short-term the biggest bang for the biggest buck in the shortest amount of time. And weaponizing anger about any particular topic, whether it's a sweet person who makes comic books or uh, like a book that they didn't read or, you know, a, a, a presidential candidate or whatever, like you're, you're, you're monetizing people's dissatisfaction with their own lives and you're making it worse. Mm. Like, it's not just like, Oh, well I'll just sell a bumper sticker that says I'm mad. Right. You know, because like, well, that's true and it's honest and all right. Like, that's very one to one. But like, you're going like, hey, there's there's problems in the world and you know who the problems are and we know who they are. And let's point to them. Let's put a big picture of them on my thumbnail and let's change their face a little bit to make them uglier. You know, it's like you you know what you're doing and you're and you're deliberately changing like, you know, you're, you're deliberately polluting the conversation yeah. just just to make some money. And it sucks that it, it sucks that it's so effective. Yeah. You know? 
but the but I will say a shining like one good thing about it or a positive one can glean from it is that their rage may be fake, but the audience's is not. And while that is dangerous and terrible, anger burns, rage burns, and it burns people out. Mm. And so there is a ceiling on that kind of content, right? Mm. Like you can't, you know, unless you then move to a larger format or a larger, larger audience, but like you, you can only make so much money. You can only get so much of an audience by rage baiting comic book fans. Right? Which is why it, those videos always start with a plug. Yeah. Some goofy ass comic book that is uh, yeah. of questionable quality. I mean, like I've, I've literally never read a single comic book from any of those groups. Um, and And it's just, because I have better things to do with my time. Like, yes. I just, you know, I, I I don't I don't even know who the players are anymore. Like, I remember who they were when it started, but I, I don't, I don't know. And I don't, because I don't give oxygen to it. And it's just like, I just don't acknowledge it. It's just like, it's not worth it. They also it's tend to eat it. each and other like alive, the, the, too. Yeah. You're right, right, yeah. exactly. And like, the, you know, I use the analogy of like the letters pages. And I remember, I think Tom King was like, no, that's not how that works. And I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah, that's yeah. not me being a jerk for telling Eisner award-winning creator, com uh, comic book creator Tom King, that he doesn't know how the comic book industry works. <laughs> but I will say that, like the letters pages in the back of comic books, is heavily curated. Yeah, they don't yeah. put like, "I'm gonna come to your house," and there were letters like that, but like they yeah. were, there were few, there were not a lot of them. I'm sure you they know, still are. They just oh, don't yeah, get no put doubt. in the back of Marvel. They don't comics. put them in the. They're not going to put them in the back of the book. <laughs> you put a you put a smattering of anger to like show that there's like diversity, but yeah. you know you you curate this you you curate the space and inevitably the audience will react to the curation of the space. They'll be like, "Wow, it's 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 really refreshing here. Like it's right. really the air is cleaner here. It feels feels like it's safe for me to like say how I feel or uh or at least." share my my enthusiasm for the hobby and that's the most important thing is just like making a place that is healthy and comfortable for people to enjoy a thing as simple as reading an effing comic book uh sal there was something you, you said with regards to the the art conversation and, and mm. you know the responsibility and how you communicate that i think wow. one of the things that is important to what you'd mentioned in terms of um not attacking and criticizing thinking critically about the yeah. the art that you're that you're you're looking at from right. um, when you made the the reference of simple line as opposed to the way that you can more fully describe it i think yeah. it also works in that responsibility way of giving back to the listener a new way to then speak about the book cuz yeah. you're also being mm -hmm. able to you're you're also saying you know i'm maybe uh, indirectly teaching you how to communicate to somebody else you're going to go to the shop and be like hey I heard this thing and this made sense because it captured the essence of the the art itself. And I'm going to spread that back out. Like, I, I think as much as there are bad ideas in the world, I think the proliferation of good ideas also exists. And I yes. think that responsibility aspect that you're saying goes in that direction. I, I've, I've now armed somebody with language to be able to better communicate what is necessary. Yeah, I have, I completely agree, Marco. Great, great point. It's a, uh... It's absolutely true. Um, ideas are infectious, whether they're good or bad. 
And mm. it's our, you know, it's our responsibility having, if, if you have a good idea, it's your responsibility to share it. <laughs> so, you know, that's, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, and, and it's great to give, like, maybe it's for my teaching background, but like, I do like the idea of giving people tools to dig themselves out of ignorance because they'll, I've had, I've had family with history of drugs and I know like alcoholism, alcoholism and drugs. And I know you don't get better from being yelled at or beaten down. You have to yeah. want to get better, but how do you want to get better if you don't know from better? And so you like give people the tools that are necessary to dig themselves out of it. And you know, the tools are like, you know, self-assuredness, confidence, love, um, you know, security protection and, you know, and hopefully they, they want to badly enough and they're not as deep as they can be to get out. Um, thankfully, the stakes are much lower because we're just trying to sell some comic books here. But uh, but I but it bears repeating. You know, like, but, it's just like yeah, good. But to that point, like if you're just yelling at people about how much something sucks and those people are having a bad time, oh, it, eventually gonna you're gonna yeah. you're gonna drive them out of the industry. Well, one hundred percent. Let's hope. Well, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, but like, and I don't and I really. I mean, like. I don't I think if we were just to like to Thanos snap out everyone who was angry and hated comic books, the comic book industry would implode. But you'd have creators in that snap too. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. No, and it's like no 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 no. Just like I think if everyone, you know, it's it's a very simplistic concept, but like I read comic books and I like them and I you know, found I, I I dig on the idea of like superheroes and their like kind of mythology slash morality. And so I do believe that if like people have what they need and feel and, and feel good, then they'll probably pick the right thing. And so yeah. Or or if they have like again the right language to communicate that. Like like then yes. those angry people no longer are angry, they're a little more nuanced. Because I think yes. that's that becomes the core of the conversation is can I have a nuanced conversation to be able to talk to somebody else um with it intelligently? The problem the problem with that, or a problem I have seen with it, and it's been talked about by funnier people and more intelligent people than me, is that some of some of the worst people weaponize language by appearing as though they have because some of these people have media literacy and they do know how the game is played or how it works or how ideas are formed or how to change hearts and minds of people and they use all the right language and they use all the right terms and they use all the, you know when i say right i mean like you know they use all these like highfalutin educational terms and theories and ideas to perpetuate just like the worst things. And, you know, how many times have you heard like the desire for a debate? You know mm. what I mean? Like, it's like, right. no, just let me yell at you. And it's like, that's obviously that's not going to work. But if you debate me now, it's suddenly a intellectual discussion. And I'm <laughs> using, uh, I'm using 10 letter words and, uh, you know, but I'm still saying the same crap. But anyway, I, uh, so it, you know, it gets it gets in the weeds, and uh, and and so to to get to the heart of it, you know, if you have an audience, you have a responsibility to be your best self in front of it. 
is what I was, you know what I mean? Like that's, and and I don't mean to be like, I don't, I, I'm not trying to say like, be a phony, you know, but like, don't, you know, cause I think authenticity is important and I think it's part of our brand. Like I think that comic pop succeeds like 75% or more because of our, of our authenticity, you know, my reactions, Ethan's actions, Tiffany's reactions, Ben's reactions, they're all genuine and, and real. And, you know, I, they're not, you know, it's not like they're I getting can. paid to like act like a certain way and, no. uh, or, or right. have a certain bent on one ideology or another. They just, they're just my friends and we just share our opinions and feelings and hopefully people respond to that. And I think that that becomes the easiest thing is just like, Oh, you are friends. We are just having a discussion. And the best yeah. thing about having friends is that you usually pick people who are not necessarily like you, but, um, who but share are the willing... same yeah, values and you're willing to engage. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and challenge you. It's the most important thing in the world is like to have, is to, is to, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, you know? Like you want to huh. be around people who challenge you and you want to be, because that's the only way you're going to be better is by, is by being called out or by being, um, you know, be, being exposed to new ideas or at the very least having your ideas challenged in productive ways mm. so we want to we want to respect sal's time of course we've got yeah but i did talk for like two hours so i do apologize we, we can actually do a show if you guys want I mean, I think... <laughs> oh let's uh, let's go ahead and hit record now tyler and then we'll <laughs> yeah, you got it. yeah yeah that was the pre-show yeah well, I, I want to make sure we get to some comments and questions, Sal. There were questions and comments for you before we got live, just on our Discord server, nice. which there's a link to if you, if anyone wants to join it. But then, of course, in the live chat. So um, while we get the giveaway together, while we get prepared for that, uh, we promised we would be making our amalgam characters, right? So ah, Sal... Yes. Uh, recently on the show, they did a fun thing where they were just kind of coming up with amalgam characters based on the recent announcement, DC and Marvel putting out those crossovers in omnibus format. So I thought we would come here and try to come up with one or two amongst ourselves. Now, I'm immediately giving Sal the benefit of the doubt because they had to do this. I mean, my God, they were digging in the crates yes. for fusions. So they <laughs> had an advantage or 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 he's at a disadvantage so we won't judge his but you guys the rest of us what let's see what we can come up with i've got one i'll i'll, I'll start us off i'll start us off sweet so i'm gonna go with uh ghost rider from marvel and i'm gonna go with cyborg from dc i am creating ghost machine oh nice that's a great name. Although I think Jeff Johns may have some words with you. But, uh, well, well, you know, look. <laughs> Sell it to him. Take take then... it up with my lawyer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's great. <laughs> I love it. I can go. Yeah. I want to do uh mascot of the show, Wildcat from DC. Mm. Um, and Daredevil. And I'm gonna make Wild Devil, a guy that can just slug it out fist to fist combat. Yeah. Okay. I love oh. that idea. I never thought about Wildcat and Matt because like Matt's son of a boxer, Wildcat kind of is a boxer. Yeah, that's dope. Um I want to do I like Magic uh Magic and Magic the character, uh Liana and 
I want to combine her with Zatanna uh, and come out with Zoltan. He's going to tell me my fortune and make me small. <laughs> Ray fortune backwards <laughs> and then whip out a sword and kick some ass. <laughs> Marco, Marco doesn't get that reference. He's too young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was that a reference? Uh, well, yeah. There you go. Yep. Big, big time. <laughs> so <Whoops>. to speak. <laughs> Hendrick Perry says is, is wild devil half blind. Right? One eye. He got, he got punched too hard. It's like he's got a yeah. cauliflower ear on that side, too. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I kind of love that visual. Yeah. Kale, what do you got? You got one? Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. It doesn't this have will, to be good. It, okay, it won't be. <laughs> this won't be a Marvel in DC, but Black Sad and okay. Usagi Ojimbo. Oh, oh, black yo Jimbo. Oh, I like it. There it is. Nice. I, you know, yeah, I said I said it and I liked it a lot more. <laughs> so he's a samurai detective. He's a noir samurai detective. Cat rabbit. Yeah. Or do you, do you, yeah. Maybe make him a new, maybe make him a jackrabbit. So it's like no, he's, he's a cat uh, uh, nor a rabbit. A jackalope. Yeah. A jackalope. Oh, there you yeah. Go. Nice. Yeah, that's not bad, actually. Yo, well Sahai, done, where you, at? where you at? <laughs> Sal, you got one in the chamber for us? Yeah, I got one. Uh, you take uh, Blade okay. uh, from Marvel and Bloodwind from DC and make Bloodsword. There's like a magic both. crystal yeah, in, yeah, his, yeah. in his blade. I don't know. He, he I like cool. it. He would look neat. He'd have a. It basically would be Blade with a big cape. A bigger Blade cape. should have a big cape. <laughs> I mean, he has a coat sometimes, but oh, that's, uh, that's that's not the same thing. He has the 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 cape uh, on top of the uh, the actual coat. Yeah. <laughs> New things flurring in the wind. <laughs> and I I just want to shout out real quick promiscuous time travelers in the chat i want to combine plastic man and captain planet to make plastic planet oh Damn. or is that too realistic <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oops yeah, too is. sad <laughs> right too close to home too close to home yeah no you get uh oh oh you get um hank pym or scott lang and plastic man you can make microplastics yes uh, yeah Ooh. dude Amazing. i eat those every day they're in every meal that i consume <laughs> Yes. It's in our bloodstream. Yep. Bre breakfast. Those are going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Arcade and the calculator is the game master. That's from Harris. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. All right. Flo Dameron, of course, has to say man bat and man thing to make Batman. <laughs> there I think is. that one's got legs. I think that one's got legs. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I see something. I love it. I love it. Um, Okay, so can we, Sal, run through some questions and comments? Please. All right, you can answer these as briefly as you want. I don't want to. Yeah, uh, I feel bad. I haven't it. really talked much, so I think it's probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> really wish you'd speak up. I know, right? I'm sorry. Uh, I'll I'll kick it off, and then Tyler, you take up after me. Um, Amin says, I don't know if it's too late or what is that comic book run arc event that you hated or weren't a fan of but have now grown to appreciate or even love? And is the answer, this is me adding, is the answer zero year? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I um, I am going to do a redux on zero year because I uh, I need to reread. I bought it again. And I, well, I, 
I had it on uh, Comixology, so that's gone. But uh, and it's not gone, but it's like I'm not gonna use it. Um, but uh, I have it in trade, and I, I I'd like to revisit it because I think knowing what I know now, I I'm like, oh, this might actually be kind of cool. And I I kind of love the Snyder Capullo run now, so I really need to reread the whole damn thing. But uh, but yeah, that's that's one. The one that I yeah yeah as far as like runs I, yeah that's interesting i guess i'll go with i'll go with the snyder capullo run entirely like i i was very critical of it um but it's still the best one like especially from the last 15 years i'm with you right with like you. yeah every mm -hmm. everyone that has come since it has been trying to be its own thing but also like is compared to it yeah, yeah. because mm -hmm. and, yeah. And, and and it's like yeah you know it's just they were doing some cool crap back then and uh i kind of miss it crazy consistent too which yes yeah is yes. hard to do right outrageous well and i think it's so funny how like it shouldn't have been that good right like, after grant yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's um I don't remember where we were talking about this, but there was a um there's a belief that like Batman didn't used to be like that. Like Batman didn't used to be like an event series, but after I think No Man's Land, yeah, everybody at DC was like, what's the next big what's the next like arc? You know, or not, you know what I mean? Like, what's the next big run? Who's going to take over? It's it's, it's going to be like a big event now. Like, every time that Batman's doing something, it's going to be a big-ass thing. And uh, and uh, Scott and Greg delivered. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Excellently. Um, quick shout-out to Amin in the chat for granting, uh, gifting some five, uh, five pals membership. So thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. Got hit by yes. some of us, but... Thank you so much. I wish I hadn't gotten one. I don't need a channel membership to yeah, my right. own channel. Jesus. <laughs> That's just a... Somebody said bloodlines. No. <laughs> if anything, I hate it more than I did before. Because back then, I only really read like one chapter of bloodlines, and it was the Robin annual with Razor Sharp. And I was like, cool. Yeah, the cyber rats. And then, uh, uh, and then I read yeah. the whole damn thing, and I'm like, this is the worst thing in the world. Which is, which is very different. Yeah, I, I wish Razor Sharp would come back. She was murdered unceremoniously by Superboy Prime. But, uh, yeah, I was talking to Josh uh, about this on our other, other, other show, at All Stars, and he loves Bloodlines. He's like, wow, could you not like Bloodlines? And I'm like, because it's gross and weird. And I remember he's like a horror movie fan, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Makes sense. Makes mm -hmm. sense. All right, so uh, Dan Trudeau also asked a question for Sal. What was it about your channel you think differentiated it enough to stand out in such a crowded market? Oh, uh, just the just the premise, like just the concept of like it's not a bunch of people who read comic books like agreeing with each other. Uh, hmm. it, it's it it's just three dudes sitting on a couch like asking questions they would never ask, you know, like and and having like a kind of camaraderie that they didn't normally experience particularly in this space like we had a lot of one of our one of my favorite negative comments we get and it's not really a comment so much as it is like a concept through a comment but it's like people are so mad when they find our show and they love everything about it except our opinions <laughs> they're like they're like why can't 
you make a show like this for me where you agree with everything I say. Like, I, the, 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 the sound quality, the picture quality, the, 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 quick, the quick-wittedness of your co-hosts, like the, 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 the video quality, like the consistency of uploads. But, but I hate everything you're saying. And uh, but I'm like, there's something there. Oh, there's something too bad. Like, <laughs> lean, in, like lean in. Why don't right? you go like, make your own channel and do that? That's what do I say it. usually. I'm just like, well, go ahead, man. Go off, King. But uh, <laughs> I, I genuinely, I'm like, yay! I'm glad that you that we're so good. You hate us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's the you're, most validating. You're yeah. good enough to provoke a reaction. Like that's big time. That's yeah. huge. Big angry reactions that last a long time. We got people. We got. We've got the some of our biggest fans have hated us for five, ten years. Amazing. That's, amazing. That's, a, that's a pet at that point. Yeah. You have a pet. Once in a while, they'll like pop up. Like every once in a while, you'll see them. It's like having like a mouse trap out in like a in a main living space. Where it's like, here he comes. It's gonna get hit. Up oh. where uh, like you'll see a name just pop up, and he'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hate watching you for six years, and you that you crossed the line. <laughs> like you finally said the thing. I'm like, you guys remember that? Like in Wizard Magazine, one time Kevin Smith said that Jack Herb is overrated, right? Like I'm never gonna say that. Woof, <laughs> damn, that's a take, right? He was like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm like, that's fair. I understand why you don't get it, but like you should. That <laughs> 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 he is. He is since like he he's like. He just wasn't exposed to it. The reality was, like, if he was reading in the 80s and 90s, like, yeah, he wasn't exposed to it. So, like, no, he has actually been like, that was the, that was like the most hate mail he got for like a long time was just from that like blurb in a random like wizard magazine interview. I can um, see that. And but I don't promote hate mail. He still gets, but yeah, but he does, but he does like Jack Kirby now, folks. <laughs> oh, thank God. All right. He's as on the right should. side of history. As he should. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear that Kevin Smith got a bunch of freaking hate mail from the comic pals because, <laughs> because I said something that, because I, I unearthed a comment he made off, off the, the cuff while he was shooting a movie in a wizard magazine from 2000. Like, but anyway, let's, let's see if we can hit a couple of more comments from the uh, YouTube chatters. Yeah, yeah, I've got the it. oh from YouTube. I've, oh, I've I'm got sorry. Pounds Go for next it. Go one. For it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is from a longtime listener, Atomic Hound. Uh, he says, uh, "Thanks for all you do to promote comics. Obviously, things are always changing, especially with a still relatively new platform such as YouTube. What big changes do you see coming in the next three to five years in YouTube or other platforms in terms of comics content?" Oh, wow. Uh, that's a great question. I never think, well, I think about the changing of the guard, but I sometimes I don't have time. You know, like, I'll be like, what are we going to do in like three years? And I'm like, well, what am I going to do tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but I mean, I couldn't have predicted, not, I, I easily could have predicted it, but I was such a jackass. I didn't, you know, where I'm like, everyone's shooting vertical. And I was mm. like, just turn your phones, you lazy jackasses. It's horrible. No one wants to watch a vertical video. Yeah, I was wrong. Uh, and uh, the TikTok has completely destroyed <laughs> video, uh, video uh, content watching. But um, so I could have predicted that. As as far as like the next three to five years with comic book content, I think you're going to see 
I mean, you're already seeing it right now, but like you're gonna see a lot more like here. I think you're going to see an implosion. Like mm. I think that like there are a lot of comic book creatives or a lot of a lot of comic book uh, YouTubers out there, um, whether they even want to be called that or not, uh, and they 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 grind and they work their asses off and they put out their stuff but like eventually it, it, it you know it isn't sustaining it isn't self you know it, it isn't worth it you know either creatively or financially so i think you're going to see like a kind of like you know implosion of uh, of content creators where it's like it's going to be you know you see the same like four people um i don't necessarily even think it's going to be the same people that like you see now not right now on the screen, but like, you know, like me, well, hopefully it's those people, right? <laughs> like, but, you know, but I'm seeing like, I, like I, uh, I watch TikTok a lot and I see a lot of like the comic book space for them. And they are v- the, the ones who have no, the ones who, who are only talking about comic books who are like, here's how, you know, Here's what the gutters mean, and here's what comic books are, and here's a new book from Boom Studios. They get like two views. They're 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 just dead in the water. Yeah. Um. The people who like say, "Did you know?" Uh, that is never going away. Mm-hmm. The "Did you knowers" is never going away because like there's something deep and fundamental about comic book fans that all want to know. They want to know what happened and they want to be the one who knows it. So as long as you make that kind of content, you will never go hungry. Um, You know, and, and, but I think it's going to be a lot more like clinical, you know, right now it's like, Hey, Hmm. I'm Steve. Like, here's a, here's a panel from a random Spider-Man comic book and I won't cite it, but, uh, but isn't it, (laughs) but isn't it, but isn't it messed up? Oh, or yes, here's yes. the whole comic book. Right. Here's the whole comic Ooh. book. I won't even cite the issue. Uh, right. Or yeah. the creators. Oh, no. Oh, never. Forget that. Well, we even why hear. would I do that? Why would I do that? I don't even know who they are. Yeah. So, you know, it's <laughs> like that is uh, that I think that that is where it's going to start leaning. It really depends on like because, I mean, we're seeing TikTok is like um, we're going to start favoring landscape videos over 10 minutes long. And I'm like, yeah, uh, they have already have a friggin' institutionalized platform for that it's called youtube right and uh and that ain't you and your audience ain't gonna watch that and uh and they're not but like they also don't underestimate the ease of content distribution like people love to just just give me the thing we have a joke where we talk about sonic uh the 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 fast food restaurant where um it's the only it's the only place where you can get more that is not a compliment um you know like if you go to a wendy's like you know ah i'm gonna have myself like four chicken sandwiches and a couple of fries i go to the wendy's then i leave the wendy's and i eat it in my car i might feel shame if i go back on the wendy's and order another basket but at sonic you just roll your window down the car more Put it in my you can, mouth. You can more. get a hot dog. You can get your tater tots. You can get right. your milkshake. You can get your French toast sticks. And you could do it all. You could do it all at once, or or one after another. Just roll down your window and just just say more, and they just bring it to you like you're a rat in a maze. And uh, and that's how com- how content distribution is right now, where it's just like I'm just lying in bed. I just want you to show me more, just more, more, more. 
and you know tiktok exists because of that desire like that like push a button and food comes and a pellet comes out uh, yeah. so you know you're gonna see any all your favorite content is gonna be reflected through that I like that sonic character style is good Thank you. <laughs> we, yeah, we, yeah, Ethan does it better, but uh, you know, I, I don't remember what episode that was, but we, I was like, that's the funniest thing you've ever said. Just more. <laughs> but, but I, I agree. It's just like decreasing attention spans and therefore you have to just fill, fill the void. It, and the algorithm itself is all about no, new stuff, not the stuff that you even follow. Well, it's all about, it's actually, it's to paraphrase an old Seinfeld bit. It, you know, cause it's like Seinfeld at a bit where it's like, uh, Men don't want to watch TV. Men want to want want to watch what else is on TV. <laughs> That's why they're always constantly clicking through the channels. And it's like, isn't that just truth. you're just endlessly scrolling? Like you are not. I I I firmly believe there's like something about TikTok where it's like, no one likes what they see on TikTok, mm. but it's good enough, just good enough, that maybe the next one will be the thing I actually want to watch. And stick on. And so you're just like you're just it just I'm just endlessly scrolling looking for that perfect video it's slot machines for content yeah 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 for content how gross <laughs> i hate it uh yeah so you know that's that seems to be where we are that's the present though is it the future i hope not i think that kind of content consumption and production burns you out like i said how like the comic book space is gonna kind of implode the tiktok space is gonna freaking the problem is the rollover you know like mm. tiktok is like yeah there's burnout good thing they always keep making more people <laughs> Yo, actually, hey, even that is drying up. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the people factory is... Uh, is drying up too. Let's let's hit a couple of more of the listener comments if we can. Can I can I do this one from Rubber Shark real quick? Yes, yes. Sal, do you think that the Hollywood bloat has caused such a quote cool down for the comic movie honeymoon period? Yep. If so, do you think great? Do you think <laughs> comics themselves will be more niche again? Just without as many comic shops. Nope. <laughs> we got it. Nope. We got it. I mean, like, yes. Uh, yeah. Disney and Warner Brothers screwed up. Bad. Disney thought, make more. And Warner's thought, who cares what it is? And <laughs> that uh, is a deadly combo for, uh, uh, you know, an audience that uh, is just one bully away from quitting the whole damn genre. Are you watching another superhero movie? Oh, shit. Turn it off. That's all it takes. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's all it takes. Uh, but, um, but yeah, um, as far as con Hollywood has no influence over the comic book industry. And when I say that, I mean, like, Hollywood has every influence over the comic book industry, but it doesn't mean anything. Like, mm -hmm. Hollywood has, has every bit of information. Like, Sp Spider-Man had to put on a black costume in the comic books because he had one in the worst Spider-Man movie ever made. Like, Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going back. I'm going way back. You know, like Spider-Man three, he's wearing a black costume. Well, shit, put him in the black costume <laughs> and make an event out of it. Back and somehow black. make it make sense. Right. And just, yeah. just, just figure it out. He has it under a, under a gargoyle somewhere and he puts it on in the rain. <laughs> Who cares? Just make it happen. He Not has organic webbing in the in the movie. Make him have more organic webbing in the comic books. The 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 the, the, the throngs of comic book of new comic book fans that will be spawned from watching this one movie will be 
you know, in the thousands, the tens of thousands. And they're all there. Yes. And they're going to be so confused when they see Spider-Man put on a mechanical web shooter, even though I haven't seen him literally do that in like 20 years. But uh, so, yeah, no. But but at the end of the day, of course, like you see the lamentations of comic book creatives and, you know, all the time going like, where the hell are they? Where where are all the people who like Iron Man? Like, mm-hmm. why isn't Iron Man the number one book? If Iron Man's the number one movie, why isn't Iron Man the number one book? And it's like, because yes. there is no crossover, dude. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I just read recently, this is actually a, this is pertinent because, like, I have this information and I had no place to use it. Uh, Kevin Eastman spent $14 million trying to resurrect or, hel- or, or sustain the independent black and white comic book scene in the, the late 80s. And it didn't work. Fourteen million dollars. You know, remember when, like, the, the when Valiant had like a billion books out and like, yeah. and all these award nominations, but literally no wins. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like money was being pumped hand over fist into Valiant, and still, you know, both Valiant fans are not there to show up to <laughs> buy the goddamn comic book. Like, you know, money is not like the comic book industry is too small and too insular and too niche to like you know it's too it's too niche i it's a it's a it's a realization i've come to very recently where i'm like it's just too neat it's never going to get big it's never going to blow up and and there's because i've seen it, it i've seen it have every opportunity and i've seen the comic book industry squander every opportunity but i also but like mm-hmm. i've seen people success succeed dis, in spite of themselves you know like i've seen alcoholics succeed in job interviews, you know what I mean? Like, I know that you can fail upwards and the comic book industry is no exception. And yet, right? Like trillion dollar movies, you know, the biggest stars in the universe, like endorsing them, uh, million millionaires coming back to the, to the, to the hobby they love and injecting money into it. And it just doesn't translate. Comics are niche. Comics are, you know, this, this is what comics is. It's just never going to do it. So like, they're always barely surviving. They're I mean, like comics are dying and they've been dying for 50 years. Like, no, they're not dying. (laughs) They're just, they just are small and they always have been, and they will never be big. Like that, that's the problem. People think that things are dying because they're not as big as like, you know, someone's SoundCloud download. You know what I mean? It's like, well, it's just, it just, it can't, it's just it's it's always been this it it, it it people for whatever reason like they either can't get their heads around it there's also an american stigma against the whole hobby in the first place it's mm-hmm. perpetuated from literally the 1950s and it's like that's crap and i wish it weren't so and how do you explain manga if that's the case manga's huge it's huge to you my friend but it ain't huge to the world it's huge to the, the to japan and the and and western people who are predisposed to reading that kind of format but it ain't huge in terms of it's it ain't a trillion dollar industry it you know people aren't like getting killed <laughs> you know they're not there's no black dahlia movies about the manga industry is my point but uh <laughs> it, it's just like comics are small and you know the movie the superhero movie genre could completely implode you know, the MCU could completely poop the bed and it will one day because all movies do. But mm-hmm. like, you know, the MCU could completely die. DC could have a, you know, a, and DC could have an amazing cinematic universe for 20 years and it wouldn't result in any 
significant bump in sales. Yep. Just yep. it just it's just not there. And I think the sooner we accept that, the more free we'll feel as editors in chief and publishers to just do what we like. Because the audience is there and they're not going anywhere. You know, the audience is just smaller than what you'd hoped. But mm. it's always been that way, so I don't know why you thought it was going to be bigger. Challenge you know? the audience. I mean, like, yeah, just the, the only way it's going to get bigger is by innovating. Mm. Like, it's the one thing they haven't tried. Uh, no, they, I mean, they're, they are innovating. But, like, not, not to the – I always use this as, as an example. And it bears repeating because it's so stupid. Batman Damned, amazing comic book. Whether you thought it was good or not, it was a triumphant art. And all anyone in our space can do is say, bat dick, bat wang, penis. <laughs> that's all, that's yeah. it. Literally, I, there will not be, we will not be without a reference to it now. Like, yeah. I said Batman Dan, people are like, bat dick, <laughs> dick, penis. Tyler coined like, batawang. Yeah, batawang. Exactly. And it's like, great, thank you for like ruining the conversation because uh, we could have had a, an interesting one and the space could have been better, but it isn't like instead, like the president of DC was like, pull every copy and remove every issue and, and apologize and change the art and blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, like all they had to do was put Jim Lee on, on, on the tonight show or the Colbert report, whatever the hell he was on, you know, Put Jim Lee on all the late night circuits. You want to see Batman's penis in this comic book? <laughs> Here it is. Here it is. But Have like, a laugh and, and about that, it. That's yeah. the laugh. Yeah, get the get the big laugh out and then go like, but actually the reason why that is is because we just launched this new initiative. It's actually mm -hmm. an all-ages mm -hmm. comic book for there adults. And it challenges the medium. And actually, uh, you know, Libra Mayho is this amazing artist. And like just show some of the art, like, look at that. Look at like this photo reel. Like look at art. the curvature of the penis. It's tremendous. Yes. You barely can see it. It's scared in shadow. But <laughs> it's like, but but like now we'll never get it. Now we'll never be able to like black label was DOA. Yep. When when yeah. DC admitted defeat and didn't and and, and just refuse to have an intelligent conversation about it. Even just a just a genuine conversation about it. Because instead of, like, it's not even, like, you can have a unintelligent conversation about art, but, like, to go, oh, put it, put a blanket over it! You know? Yeah. Like, the, the, uh, and that's what I say, when, that's what I mean when, I'm, when I say, like, the comic industry, like, squanders those opportunities. It's like, that was a genuine golden opportunity to sell books. That was mm -hmm. a golden opportunity to change the system. And when I say system, Really, I don't mean that because, like, it was made by the system. But, like, you know, it was it, it, to change, to subvert expectations and challenge the medium and challenge the audience, you know? Because, like, how do we grow? How do we mature? Like, when people who we want the respect of go, like, yeah, you know, like, the penis game is funny, but, like, we're, you know, we're 20. You know, like, maybe knock it off. Or maybe this isn't the time and the place for that. I don't know. I, not, not, you know, not to get too. I'm sorry. No, you're you're good. Just, you're I good. get I get so fired up about it because I'm like, there it goes. There's an opportunity. Oh, I hate wasted opportunities, especially mm -hmm. when I can see them coming. I like it's one thing where it's like, oh, that like you missed an opportunity, you know, like, uh, you know, like finding out your high school crush had a crush on you back. And it's like, <laughs> well, that those days are over. You know, <laughs> she don't want this no more. You know, it's like, but. uh, 
but but seeing like, oh my God, everyone's talking about Batman Damned, and who cares if they're talking about his dick as long as we can have a conversation about it? Yeah, publicity, right? Good publicity, publicity. bad publicity. No such thing as bad. There is. Well, but uh, but you know, but but it, but this is this is publicity. I wouldn't even say it was bad publicity, but but you no control one, the narrative, right? You, you're you're able right. to control the narrative, like like exactly. you're able to then dictate what people get out of it. Ultimately, like yeah, right. people will will laugh at you know the curvature of whatever, but yes, then you 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 spin that back around and be like, well, all it took was just acknowledging it, was just acknowledging it, yeah. and then and then steering lead. That's yeah. that's a a lot of people in the industry, a lot of people in the world just want leaders you want people to stand up and go like hey this is the direction we're going in yep. you know like you can feel the absence of leaders in the industry anyway yeah and and that that feels like the absence therein of what's going on in in some of the publishers like we don't know the direction for certain things let's throw stuff at the wall see what sticks as opposed to here's a plan yeah yeah so i want to point this out because you know we talk we're talking about the industry and we're talking about the fact that you know it's never going to be as big as we want it well you talk about growth you know, we have over 100 viewers right now, which for us is a peak. So, yeah. uh, you know, look, reviewing uh, Ultimate Spider-Man doesn't bring us 100 viewers, but having Salon does. So what's the power of, you know, what's more powerful, right? That shouldn't be. Ultimate Spider-Man, like, that did, <laughs> that, that marked me some viewers. Like, I'll tell you that. Like, people were really excited to talk about freaking Ultimate Spider-Man. Like, that that was a good opportunity for a conversation. Like, and I'm glad it worked yeah. out. Like, that's, that's great. But Absolutely. I'm glad we... Well, and I appreciate it. I, I thank you for the compliment. I'm glad that we can, you know, bring some folks in. But like, uh, you know, yeah, oh, it's. I I would hope that like the comic books, you know, people, they all think that in the industry they're like, well, we got Spider Man. Just just put Spider, just slap Spider Man on the cover, and we're good to go. Right. Just make other characters Spider Man for some reason. Uh, um. So yeah. in, in in honor of that, I want to do something uh, special. I want to give away. I'm going to give away. Yeah. Five channel memberships right now oh cool Whoa. yeah so i'm gonna click a button here Wait, kale and tyler should leave <laughs> oh, shit. yeah should we close it yeah <laughs> oh yeah i'll close mine too yeah you could be a channel member you can you can absolutely be a channel member so here we go i'm gifting five channel members right now uh congratulations to the winners Ooh, promiscuous time traveler always laughing perfect. Hey. Nice. nice murphy keely chow and paper tiger Hope you guys enjoy your early access videos. I want to see some emojis in the chat, the pals heads. Let's get those going. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Sal. Yes. Can we do something special here today for the audience? I invite you to, please, please. Okay. So we've got a little fun gimmick that we do. We like to, when we hit a likes goal, which we've crushed any likes goal we've ever had already. So I'm not even going to bother with that. Yay. But what, <laughs> what we like to do is spin a wheel. Okay. And play a quick game. They're all very fast. Love These it. are pre-prepared games. So whatever it lands on is the game we'll play. Love to play it with a guest. Can't imagine a more fun time than playing with you right now. Okay. So, Tyler, if you're ready for that, can we can I we am, spin the wheel? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So all right. I'm going to spin this. And then we're going to do the Gavin giveaway. So be ready. I win. What do we got, Tyler? We got what if. Ooh. What if. Okay, so the way what if works, quick explainer, the way what if works is I'm going to give us a prompt and we have, we'll say two minutes. We have two minutes between us. Each, each one of us gives one sentence 
to further oh, the plot. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to come up with a whole story based on this prompt. And the way we determine who goes first, of course, is with my handy dandy dice. <laughs> um, and I'm going to get those right now. But before I do that, I'm going to tell you the prompt. Sweet. The prompt is, what if the Joker was in the Marvel Universe? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to leave real quick. I'm going to get my dice. But see, now you got to think, <laughs> who's the nemesis, he, right? Who, right, who's, wait, who's, right. He didn't cut. He didn't come with his dice. Like he knew we were doing this. <laughs> also, he's how like, long oh my you think god! The, uh... I can't believe that you just you just ambushed me with this game. <laughs> oh, he's, he's back. He's back. The showmanship. Uh, All right, back, I have back. here my handy dandy X Men dice. I'm going to roll these now. I'm going to roll first for our guest. So that yeah, is he a does four. have a bottom half. Yeah, that right. is a four. Yeah, I do have a bottom half. I was lying before. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I only I'll, see chair. I'll roll for myself now. That is an eight. Now for Kale, that's an eight. Tyler, that is an eleven. Marco, that's a twelve. So Kale and I have a roll off. First for me, that's an eight. Now for Kale, that is an eleven. So the order is Marco. No, yeah, Marco, yeah, Tyler, Tyler, Kale, me, Sal. All right, all right. Love so that. one Make sentence. It. Pass it on. Make the okay. guest go last. Yes. I love it. Yeah, that's perfect. That. Listen, you had you had your time in the sun, Sal. It's true. No, I I did. I yeah. I'll okay, up here okay. Into the night. So, so Marco starting us off with the Joker in the Marvel Universe. It is nighttime, and Joker comes out of the uh, out of a sewer in New York and looks up and is in Hell's Kitchen. As he leaves the sewer. Um, it's 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 nighttime. You said Marco, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He minutes, looks Marco. forward, and, and on a rooftop is this shrouded silhouette of a figure with what looks to be two pointy things sticking out up top. Now the Joker is excited. He loves this type of thing, and uh, so he immediately is hit by a taxi. <laughs> so Joker gets hit by a taxi, but a taxi is not going to stop the Joker. Battered, broken body and all. He gets up after getting hit by the taxi and crawls himself over to the rooftop, climbs up the building, and encounters for the very first time... Speedball. It's South. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, he didn't finish the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. No, no, no. I, go for it. Go for it. All right. Moon Knight. Who reaches for him desperately and says, oh, my God, my man, are you OK? What happened to you? <laughs> Moon Knight. Why are uh, you up here? <laughs> Moon Knight goes straight for his phone. He's like, I know a good lawyer. I caught that everything that happened there. I have it on video. We can get you the justice you deserve. So cut to the lawyer shows up. <laughs> it's Jennifer Walter She-Hulk. Yep. <laughs> he is interested in the uh, whoever does. Oh no, I don't like this. Whoever does the Joker's hair. Time. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I like well, how there was an, an unwritten agreement that we would 
never bring Daredevil into it. (laughs) 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 Quick pivot. Marco Marco said he comes out of a sewer in New York City, and I went, what? That's some (laughs) opener, Marco. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> well, could, you know, he was trying to he was trying to poison the water supply. Sure, that would have been a good right. detail to to. Add Marco, well, do you I think the water supply eventually is get in to the it. sewer? Yeah. What you think the water supply is in the sewer? Well, you know. Uh huh. All right. <laughs> Thank you for playing the what if game. Let's get to the Gavin Gidry giveaway before the triple we G. Out. The triple Yay. G. This is for everybody that has left a comment or a question for Sal, whether we read it or not. We appreciate them so much. This giveaway is for you. So, All right. I don't, I don't have a drum roll sound effect. I forgot <laughs> to get that right. right. That <laughs> wheel. All right. So I'm going to pick a random name here. Anyone else that came in here at the last minute? Mm, no. Nope. Nobody knew. All right. So I'm picking it. We have Sean Ooh. Sullivan. Sean Ooh. Sullivan. Sean Sullivan, the winner oh, of a piece of art, a sketch piece from Gavin. Uh, uh, what Sean, you'll have to do. Sorry, go ahead. Sean, what's your last name? Barkley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not Sullivan. Not Sullivan. Uh, so the way it wor- the way it'll work is if you reach out to us, you can either DM us on Twitter slash X or join our Discord server. There's a link to it in the description of this video. And you can reach out to me, Sean Soapbox on our Discord server, and we will get that to you. Thank you so much to Gavin, by the way. GavinGidry.com, I believe. And Superman78 is his book, so check that out. He's doing an incredible job, and thank you for sponsoring this giveaway. Sal. Yes. It is an absolute honor to have had you back on the show. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate your giving of your time, your thoughts, your energy on this Saturday morning. Thank you so much for that. I want to say that anyone who is not subscribed to your channel needs to head over to Comic Pop, Comic Pop Returns. Give Comic Pop Returns some love. Honestly, those live shows are amazing. The interviews are hitting. They've had Scott Snyder, Rom V, Jason Aaron on the show recently, and that's the tip of the iceberg of the guests that they've been having, and Sal's been knocking those interviews out of the park. So support good, great commentary about comics on YouTube. When you find it, stick to it. Because it's hard to get. It really is. And Sal, Tiffany, the gang, they are doing it. So thank you you for real, for being an inspiration in this space and for carrying the torch. Absolutely. And for doing this kind of thing. Because, look, we would never have had 100 live viewers without you coming on. So you're actually paying it forward just by doing this guest spot. I'm glad I could do it. I I, I had a great time. I really appreciate you guys indulging me and letting me just go off of shooting from the hip and uh and it's always been a pleasure i uh i think i've been on the show at least twice right once so far but hopefully, oh, only we'll, hopefully well, we'll do it again <laughs> definitely definitely yeah reach out anytime thank you so much uh viewers we will be back in a moment we're just gonna say goodbye to sal uh off mic and then we will come back and uh, wrap up the show so that was that was incredible sal is amazing great time really. yeah and uh, um, phone the second time. I mean, like always a good conversation. Yeah. The rapport is there. Um, and he has, I mean, he's a wealth of knowledge and opinions and stuff like that. I genuinely am a fan of the channel. So having him on here is an honor. And if you came here because of Sal, if you came to watch this channel, watch us because of Sal, thank you so much. I think, you know, as Sal pointed out, there are a lot of similarities between our channels. Um, 
we make similar kind of videos from a similar kind of bent. Hmm. You know, I'm not, we're not interested in just, you know, shitting on comics and being down on the medium. You know, we like to have insightful discussions about comics and about the industry at large. So if those are the kinds of things that you are into and you like Sal for those reasons, then I think you'll probably enjoy our channel too. We like to have a really good time around these parts and uh, we appreciate everybody that came to hang out. And we'll have Sal on again. Sal's a good dude, and uh, we met him. We met him in person at New York Comic Con 2023, mm. and it was a blast. And we kind of said, like, "Hey, we should do it again. We should link up again." And here we are. Fruits, fruits of the labor. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Kale, we're live. Just so you know. <laughs> I just walked in on my mother-in-law in the bathroom. So. Oh. Oh. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I'd like to hear about that experience. Maybe I don't. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know what? Maybe, maybe, I, maybe yeah, I, I don't. I don't see what, what is it about them says okie dokie subscribed and the space cowboy says just join the discord. Hell yeah. Thank you guys nice. so much. Really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. There is, there is enough time and space to go around to have multiple channels you enjoy. And we're trying to grow around these parts. You know, we've been doing this. We've been grinding for a long time. Um, and so anyone who subscribes, anyone who supports us in any way, we really, really appreciate it. Um, uh, Space this, Cowboy this... is asking, what stories have you read recently? Well, you should check out the channel on Tuesday because we're doing a little book club. Oh, We're oh. going to be talking about Man of Steel on Tuesday during the book club live. Um, but to answer your question as far as what we've been reading recently, so every Thursday we review the week's comics. It's our show. We call it Pals Pulls. And we review the week's comics. This past week, what did we hit on? We hit on everything big. We hit on Ultimate, Ultimate Spider-Man, Spider -Man. number two. We hit yep. on Batman. We hit on uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah, so we hit on all the big books. X-Men. Yep. X-Men. And then we cover, you know, some indie stuff as well. Hmm. Um, we try to, you know, we try to hit it all. And we actually Ooh. have a poll. We let you guys influence it, too. We have a listener pick poll on our channel, youtube.com slash comicspals, the community tab. You guys get to vote and decide one of the books that will make it into the show. Yep. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so we love, the, we love the engagement. We love the interaction. You guys are phenomenal. We appreciate it. Normally, on a, on a Saturday like this, after the week that happened in comics, we would have a... Full slate of news to talk about. Comic Pro just happened. Huge news out of that. Yeah. I'll just say one thing right now. DC's going back to Wednesdays. Hey God. So if the Tuesday, if you're a Tuesday, Wednesday warrior, I have so much respect for you. I am not that. I go on Wednesday. <laughs> so now I don't have to miss out on DC books yeah. because of the Tuesday, Wednesday. Did, did so that I'm happen to you a lot, Sean? Uh, not a lot, but it it definitely did happen. Gotcha, mm -hmm. enough to notice it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You tend, uh, you and you and Bean, of course, tend to go for more Marvel, uh, variants, right? Like, like you're a big cover head. You'll go for specific covers and you know try and get specific ones. Yes, those tend to be more Marvel, right? Um. Yeah, yeah, I would say I would say so. I'm more focused on that. But if there's a great DC cover, I'm all in. But like DC yeah. just has less characters that I'm deeply passionate about. Whereas Marvel's yeah. like, yo, you throw a Jean Grey cover, a nice Jean Grey cover, I'm buying it. I have to. I've I think Jean Grey 
and Spider-Man are the only characters that I've bought incentive covers for. Those Dang. covers that are like not cover price. They just sell at 20 bucks. Yep. Mine is Jeez. Thor, actually, strangely. Thor? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Mine mine is Archie. And I say it because I've only done it once. I've only <laughs> gone for the extra big cover once. With the Fiona Staples one? Uh, I think oh. it's the Cameron Stewart one, actually. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Back in the day. Yeah. But the uh, switch to Wednesdays, Wednesdays is also great for comic shops because yeah, yeah, an extra day. Because that has to have been a logistical nightmare. It's one of the many things that is coming out of Comic Pro that's actually like pro industry, which is great to see. Um, we're gonna talk a lot more about that stuff soon, but I think I can make this announcement today. I think oh. I can. It's oh. confirmed. It's confirmed. I just have a little bit of trepidation, but I'm pretty confident in this. So you guys will hear it here first. And if it doesn't work out, it didn't work out. But it's confirmed. Next week on this show, we have another guest coming on. Oh, shit. Hell, this is news for us, too. Well, no. no. Be. <laughs> um, next week, we will be joined by writer extraordinaire, one of the very very best in the industry one of the best podcasts we've ever done was with this person brian edward hill will be joining us next oh, saturday oh shit yes yep brian hill will be coming on the show writer of blade writer of american carnage writer of postal writer black of black panther, panther ultimate yep. black panther this dude is a a, a, a killer when it comes to writing incredible books and I'm so happy he's joining us again and putting words to what he's doing as yeah. well. If, if you, if, if, if it's still out there, it probably won't be on YouTube, but the last time we did an interview with um, Brian Edward Hill, uh, it shook me to my core. So I, if, if, if you can find it on your podcast hosting platform, I highly recommend it. He starts the interview singing the theme from the Transformers movie. Yeah. Yeah. Highly it, recommend it. And as a listener at the time, I wasn't on the show at the time when he first interviewed him. Um, that's a great interview. <laughs> I remember like I had, to, I, had to, I had to sit down and lock in for that one is what I yeah. remember. You're like, you know, you're that playing a, a game and you have to like hunch over real quick to like pay attention uh -huh. more. Uh -huh. yeah. That was one of the interviews that we got the most of that kind of feedback on, Tyler. So that makes sense to me that you would say that. Um, come with your questions. Leave them on the Discord. Pre-interview if you want. We're going to do another giveaway. We'll give away the first volume of American, well, American Carnage. We'll give away, you know, the first volume of Blade. We'll give away his Killmonger book. We'll give something away to the winner. You know, you know we love to give back. If you want to give to us, the best way to do that is by being a channel member here on this channel. Super Chats, patreon.com slash the comics pals. Join the pals verse. If you heard the opening, you heard us rattle off all those superhero or supervillain nicknames in the shout out section. Those are people who we've given full origins for. So if you want one of those, join us on patreon.com slash the comics pals. When we do that interview with Brian, it'll be at the same time the show is always live, which is Saturdays at 10 15 a.m eastern the next time we'll be live with you is tuesday as tyler pointed out earlier at 6 p.m for the man of steel book club come hang out with us we're going to be talking all things man of steel john byrne um it's a first read for all of us so we're very excited to tackle that 
Yep. But then after that, we'll be live with you again on Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for Pals Pulls. We've got a lot of great books on the docket uh, for this week's edition of Pals Pulls. We're going to be talking about Resurrection of Magneto number two, Amazing Spider-Man 44, Immortal Thor number seven, Flash number six, and your pick. Vote in the listener pick poll on youtube.com slash the comics pals and you can determine what the last book will be in that slot go ahead tyler did you say flash i did it's closing out the arc fair gotta fair. have it gotta have it we'll be here for Dude, it it's look i picked the books but this show's not about me i would never want to review the flash if it wasn't for the fact that other people like it so here we will mark was on this show thank you for being so considerate sean i, I love you too buddy Marco, you got you to gotta double up for me. I won't be there. So, Ooh, there it is. Aye, aye, aye. All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys Tuesday. Thank you so much to Sal. Watch Comic Pop. Thanks to Gavin. Huge shout out to Gavin Gidry. GavinGidry.com. Superman 78. Pick it up. It's a great comic book. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you on Tuesday. Until then, take care, guys. See you next week. <laughs>